0: some strategies to work with the critic when it arises. And then I'd like us to practice doing this, in, again, in partners (coughs) as a way of getting a sense of how to do this on your own. Sometimes to do it verbally, out loud, can help make it land. So... um, you know from my perspective the 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 practice of mindfulness sort of is the foundation for all of this because mindfulness is this capacity to be aware and so without that this whole game is not possible um and mindfulness in its pure form is a non-reactive non-judgmental awareness and so uh, you might be sitting and a judgment comes in and if there's enough presence of mind, it's seen, it's understood, it's a judgment and it doesn't land, it doesn't impact, it doesn't sting. It's just, we see it, oh, it's just a thought. You know, with little hooks on it and we can either grab on or not. So that's sort of the basic uh, sort of first line of defense and really is the primary one. Ultimately, that helps us disengage from it. When we see, we're just seeing a thought as a thought, the critic is for what it is. But there are more active um, strategies that we use in our lives and um, sometimes in meditation, but more into the day-to-day realm of our lives. Um, and as I, one that I mentioned earlier is humor. You know, that if we can somehow find the humor in this very painful pattern uh, to somehow be able to poke fun at it in some ways. So what I used to do on meditation, I was on these long meditation retreats uh, in the 90s and my judge was uh, quite present. And um, so I would imagine it like, I'm from England, so in England we had the judges have those long wigs, you know. So I I would dress my my judge up in this long wig bad meditator, bad practice <laughs> strike this man out. So that was my way of just not taking it so heavy it can seem so monolithic and oppressive and so maybe you can dress your critic up in some garb or um, So another form of that is to play with... Uh, exaggerating it so you kind of hammered up yes you know i yeah you're right i really am the worst meditator that ever lived on this earth you're right i am the most disorganized klutziest human being so this is of course, a lot of these defense these, stra- these strategies i'm going to mention they can there's a fine line because we could we could be doing that and it could be undercutting the the seriousness of the judge, or we could be believing going, I really am the clumsiest person in the world. So you have to you know be sensitive to that, but to be playful with it because uh, it's, it's it just undercuts the sting when we can find some playful humor lightness in it um another strategy is to uh, it's more it's kind of like a tai chi move where the the critic is sort of used to us recoiling and defending ourselves and one strategy is just to simply agree yeah you're right yeah yeah that was a real that was a real fuck up you're right yeah i messed up yep i'm bad thank you yep i'm wrong yes And something about agreeing, rather than like, no, 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 I'm not that, I mean, because we'd spend so much time rationalizing, which is engaging the judge, giving authority, we just give it, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, that was really bad, thank you. And it just sort of, it can kind of slip by without that sort of whole energetic resistance, counter-resistance So, and what we're doing is we're acknowledging the content of, that, of the judgment without actually agreeing with its evaluation. So, one way of understanding the difference between judging and discerning is that um, judging is a discernment with reactivity. So, um, so, it's a statement about ourselves or another person, but it also has some reactivity. And the reactivity is where the suffering is. So um, another strategy is just is to challenge the judges. of the opposite. It's like, who do you think you are to be judging me? Like, who are you? What, what, you know, why should I listen to you? So some of these strategies are going to appeal to you more than others, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw out quite a few. Uh, another one is to be fierce, an expression of fierce compassion. Sometimes compassion looks fierce. It's not just nicey-nicey. So, you know, if you imagine, like I mentioned earlier, your best friend or anybody, frankly, you know, walked behind you and took the role of your judge and gave you as much critical feedback as your judge does, you know, every hour of the day, right? You wouldn't stand up for that. You'd say, no, stop, enough. Like, I don't need to hear this. You told me once I got it. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. For some reason, we don't do that with our own inner voices, but sometimes that spirit is needed where we firm, resolute enough. You know, especially if we're um, rehashing or reviewing something we did that we feel like we didn't do so well, and we might, you know, as somebody mentioned over here, you know, keep themselves up all night, right, with with something that we did wrong or we didn't do well enough. And just to have that firmness, enough, I got it. Yes, this was, a, this was problematic, this was difficult, or whatever the situation was, thank you. And sometimes there's a place for that. There's an there's a <clears throat> archetypal Buddhist, Buddhist figure of a, of a Buddha with a sword. It's the sword of wisdom, and sometimes that sword cuts through, and sometimes with our mind, with our thoughts, with our judgments, that sword is appropriate. Another strategy is just to become disinterested, and I actually think this is actually one of the net outcomes of working with the critic: is we just become less interested in that voice, the voice that's always nagging. We, you know, when we see, when we see through it again and again, we there's less there's less investment in it and less interest in even knowing what it's saying. We just know you know we can be guaranteed after some various things that we do that the judge will be you know evaluating whether it's on meditation or a conversation or a presentation or whatever and we just you know ignoring it basically like a yapping dog you just you know it's a yapping at your heels you just you know it's like disinterested and not interested in the content thank you for the advice i'll think about it very interesting I'll let you know later. So uh, another strategy is to shift our attention. So since we're giving so much attention to our thoughts and our judgments, to shift the attention away often to something more physical and concrete. might just be being with your breath, feeling your body, looking around, listening to sounds. Anything that takes the the attention away from that, that pull. Um and then there's re- replacing practices where we replace the thoughts with another thought. So one is you replace it with a neutral bunch of words like the sky is blue, grass is green. So we're adding on a statement that's clearly stating that those that, that's all just thought. And um, sometimes that can just neutralize the potency of the of the judgment. Yeah, yeah, I'm really bad and the sky is blue. Yeah, I really messed up and grass is green. What else do you have to say? Um, another replacement practice, which we'll do later, is the meta practice. The meta practice of using phrases, loving kindness practice, like the compassion practice, using phrases that express our wish for our own happiness so god I can't believe you just did that oh may you be happy you're such a loser and may you be peaceful <laughs> you just you're just never going to get anywhere and may I be free of suffering so it's 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 amazing to see it, with, with the, with the loving kindness practice, you get to see the power of thought in, the, in, in, the, in its reverse. So, the power of thought of the judge that can make us deflated, the power of loving kindness, which can simply knock the criticism out sideways and just, oh, may I be peaceful? May I be happy? May I be safe? May I live with ease? May I be free from judgment? So another practice like we were doing just before lunch, the compassion practice, feeling compassion for ourselves, feeling compassion for the judge. You must be really suffering to want to talk to me like that. You must be really coming from a painful place if you're hurtling those critical comments. So there's some strategies that that I found useful in... um, Uh, gleaned from other sources that are useful. And we use different strategies at different times. Sometimes we just be aware. Sometimes we practice love and kindness. Sometimes we're fierce and say no. Sometimes we're poking fun and being silly. Um, so whatever comes to mind, basically whatever works is is the point. Yes, at the back. Uh, I, had a, I had a question. I to use the mic or can I No, you're good. I'll, I'll repeat um, it. really subtle and it's really hard to even notice it's there and I finally do and if I had to put words to it it's like if I don't do the right thing things are going to go wrong Right. and I'm wondering if you have any advice for working with something that's more like a feeling and not a voice or thoughts because mm-hmm. I'm finally starting to get to spot the feeling when it pops up mm-hmm. and one of the things that I've learned to do is say this is enough or I'm enough and that's very effective but mm-hmm. It's not it's mm-hmm. like it's not a verbal yeah yes, yes. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question's about sometimes the the judgment doesn't come as thoughts but as feelings. Sometimes as a for you it's a sense of foreboding, a sense of if I don't do the right thing, what did you say? If I don't do the right thing it's gonna something's gonna go wrong. Yeah, the doom will happen. The doom will happen, right. <laughs> so um And as you say, one of the things, another replacing practice is an affirmation. I am enough, it is enough. It's okay, that that would be an affirmation. Um, One way to work with that is to simply stay with the feeling and to to, to hold what you're feeling with a kind attention. So it sounds like you're feeling fear or anxiety or anticipatory anxiety. Um, And so you hold that with a kind attention uh, rather than reject that, because that's an easy thing to get into, is because that's an unpleasant thing to be with. So we distance from that. The other thing to do is to pull up this, pull up the. To articulate that feeling into words, like I, so so to so actually to, to to spell it out what you're feeling. Oh, I'm really feeling like yeah, if I don't do the right thing, I'm gonna, you know, mess up. So you so you do have something more verbal and concrete to work with because sometimes working with it just in the in that energetic emotional sphere can be a little too amorphous. So it can it can help to what's going on here? I'm really feeling like I so don't trust myself that I'm I'm going to mess up. That's a that's a that's a form of the critic. Does that make sense? So um, so what I'd like us to do is to practice these. So, and I'm, and I'm gonna demonstrate how some of this looks. Um, and so how it works is uh, you have your list of your judgments. So you're gonna, you're gonna choose one judgment to work with. Start, well, we'll work with a few, but start with an easy one, right? Not your worst number one, Ugh, you know, stab in the gut. <laughs> and um the the, your partner is going to say the judgment to you as if the the partner is your critic it's important to remember they are not your critic (laughs) they are just articulating the voice of your critic and you are going to come up with a response so uh, so let's role play that um So some, just see if this works. Someone just shout me a judgment.